0: On today's Locked on Reds, Lucas Sims joins me to talk about last year, what he's doing during the quarantine, and whether there's assigned seats in the bullpen. And here we go. All right. For today's Locked Reds I have a very special guest with me today is current Reds reliever Lucas Sims. Lucas, how are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well. I think about as about as well as everybody's doing, I guess. You know, we're uh, just kinda waiting it out. Hopefully everybody gets healthy, this thing goes away and we can get back to playing baseball.
0: Amen to that. I, I do want to dive into that here in just a second. But my first question, i got to start out with a hard-hitting question. Now, I'm sorry if this is gotcha journalism, but i got to ask you, have you had Skyline yet? I have. So nice. in
1: 2010, um, I was – dang, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. So 10 <laughs> years ago, I, I played uh, and with the Midland program. Okay. I was with the Midland, Midland Braves. At the time we were the 16, 16 U team. So I I spent about a month and a half in uh, Amelia, Ohio, which is, you know, suburban Cincinnati. So I actually, I did, I've had skyline
0: twice. Nice. What's your, uh, what was your go-to when you, when you ordered?
1: I got the, I got the chili dog and I got the, I I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but the one with the spaghetti noodles, definitely unique that that that's, that's my opinion of it. It's it's okay. I want definitely I wa- special to Cincinnati, I guess.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I want to get your take on this too, because I, I mean, I've I grew up in Cincinnati, but I also lived all over the southeast and, and trying to explain it to people who didn't grow up around it. How would you describe what skyline is? Is it a chili? Like, is the chili actually like a, a chili that you would think of as a soup, or is it more of a sauce?
1: I would say it's got to be a, kind of a sauce. So yeah. I was actually talking, I was talking with a friend of mine uh the other day and Skyline got brought up and the best way to compare it is if if anybody's been to Atlanta, like, the best way to describe it is kind of like the varsity, I guess. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's I've had local, that. That's good. It's like local, local to Atlanta. I, I'm not big on it. Uh, you know, people in Atlanta might shoot me for it, but it's <laughs> like, I, I don't really love it, but it's unique to it. I think people—it's like a local thing. That's what people like.
0: I remember the one time I went to the varsity. That place was packed. I mean, there's a lot of people. Yeah,
1: it it gets busy. It definitely gets busy.
0: I believe that. Well, I I do want to ask you because last season, uh, when you look at it, was probably your best season that you've had so far. Uh, it, getting going in your career you had 57 strikeouts and 43 innings when you look back on last year what was your biggest takeaway i think it was just
1: logging quality time uh, understand like trying to establish establish a routine trying to trying to get comfortable i guess um okay. and when you say that you're not you're not like getting comfortable and like oh you know you know this is easy you're always pushing to to find new information find new ways to get better but uh you know trying to feel kind of like building confidence right so you know you kind of get your feet wet a little bit all right you know feeling like a like a sense of belonging right and then you know kind of having that attitude of all right you know i belong here i can get these dudes out you know my my stuff is i believe in my stuff and and my teammates believe in it and you know we try and hype each other up and That was, that was my biggest takeaway was, was starting to actually feel, feel like, all right, I know I can do this. And I put up a, I think I can do even better, but being able to have a small amount of success and kind of what it tastes like and what do I need to do to get better?
0: Sure. And when you think, I know that you've worked with a bunch of different coaches, how would it, because as fans, we can kind of tell that there's a little bit of something different with Derek Johnson. How do you describe the difference with working with DJ as opposed to other pitching coaches?
1: He does the best job I've ever seen of, you know, when you're a pitching coach, you're part, you're coach, but also you're kind of also a psychologist, you know, you're, you're working with, right. um, you know, as, as mental as this game is, you know, you're, you're, you're always out there, uh, the time between pitches, there's a lot of time where you can get into your own head. Uh, mm-hmm. baseball is a game of failure. So how do you deal with failure? And you know, he does a good job of communicating with all the information that's out there, being able to communicate it and, and what really resonates with me versus, you know, the, the 12 other pictures that we have on staff. Um, I think he's very good about keeping it simple um, while also being able to, you know, present information in a way that, um, you know, everybody can kind of understand it.
0: I really appreciate that because just from my perspective, I think the only word that I could think of, I'm like, well, he he just must be a wizard or something. So, so I think that he's done an amazing job, and I look forward to seeing what he keeps on doing with uh, you and the rest of the guys on the staff. But let me ask you this. Right now, uh, we're going through the craziest time I think any of us have seen. In our lifetimes, we have an indefinite postponement of the season. Hopefully, we'll get to see some baseball here pretty soon. How has this affected you and your family?
1: Well, um, I mean, besides the obvious of, I mean, you know, we're not playing baseball games. Um, for for me personally, it's and in my family, it's it's a little a little weird um and am not gonna lie it's tough uh we we kind of live least to least we we joke around but we always say that we're we're kind of baseball nomads um <laughs> you know when this we live where we live in spring training and then when the season wherever the season takes us that's where we go um and then in the off season we we pick a place to that we can settle down and, and train and uh you know, have a consistent place to work out in the off season so Right now we're kinda in limbo. Um we we'll, we're gonna go up to Cincinnati here and uh probably this upcoming week or we'll spend a little bit of time with, with my family, uh here in Georgia. And then we'll go back up to Cincinnati and it's just you know, in the in the off season, every off season you're you're always kinda scrambling for not scrambling, but you're always in search of someone who's on the same page as you that wants to throw with throw with you. Um <laughs> Of facility that you can train at and and run and lift and do your arm care and all that, and then also trying to find someone that can catch you at a certain time and and hitters and whatnot. And now with all these restrictions, um, you know for good reason. Obviously, right? It's it's a serious situation, but uh, there's a lot of improvisation, and and you know you're trying to. Luckily the baseball uh community is it's big but it's also kind of small knit so i'm i'm reaching out uh to whoever i can uh, finding you know trying to find people to throw with um finding new ways to train um i'm sorry i about to it um but finding new ways to train uh continue to you know basically not fall off we're trying to Sure. Continue moving forward and and continue getting better, even with the situation.
0: I know that I, I've seen different videos of guys and they're they're kind of at home, uh, training equipment, Sonny with his pitchback. I remember throwing to a pitchback whenever I was a kid. Is this <laughs> yeah? Kind of like something you've got going to? You got like a pitchback or something?
1: No, I haven't had to use that yet. I've, I've been lucky <laughs> enough to to have a throwing partner, um, and so I, That's good. me and. Uh, I mean, a high school teammate of mine, uh, we've been meeting up at a a local park and we just go out in the middle of the field and and (laughs) go out there and play catch and do the throwing program we need to.
0: We're going to jump into some talk about this upcoming season, and I also have a question for him about some bullpen seating arrangements. But before we get to all of that, I want to ask you. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's just because you haven't found the right one. There's a company called Whiffings. They made the first ever smart scale and they are still the best at doing it. And now they have the Body Plus Body Composition Scale It's a smart scale that connects to your phone via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. That way, it easily tracks everything that you do. Look, willpower is key when it comes to being healthy and losing weight, but so is the right equipment. And with the Body Plus, whenever you step on it, your weight, your weight trend, your full body composition, and even a weather report gets sent to your phone instantaneously through the Wi-Fi or the Bluetooth. And today... We've got a great deal for you. You go to withings.com MLB to get 25% off the body plus scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot MLB. You'll get 25% off the best smart scale on the market. If you're looking to get healthy and lose weight during all of this safe in place order stuff, look no further than withings.com MLB. So when you look at this season, when, you know, I, I, I keep saying I I'm a positive person when it comes to this. So I'm like the the season's happening. I know it is uh, going right. into this year. They kind of defined your role saying that you're going to pitch out of the bullpen. How do you, how does it differ preparing for a season out of the bullpen uh, as opposed to preparing for a season as a starter?
1: I really don't change anything. Um, okay. because and I actually, I, I voiced this to our staff as well. Like I'm, I'm ready to, I guess it's, I'm ready to throw as many innings as possible. Um, and I'm prepared if, if whatever happens, happens and, and they need someone to fill into a starter role. Like I, I'm prepared for that as well. Um, and then in the meantime, I I go out there when, when the phone rings and they tell me that, that, Hey, you, you're going in there and then, I go out there and pitch and try and put up a zero and put us in the best position to win a ball game. At the end of the day, you're going out there and and winning. That's what we're out there to do. And, and putting up, putting up stats. I think DJ DJ actually pointed us, pointed something out to us at the end of last year and was like, Hey, there's always room for the best. Right. So we're going out there. We're trying to be the best. We're trying to win ball games. And, um, but as far as preparation, I, I always prepare, I prepare my body to go out there and, and, be ready to log, and I told David Bellis, I was I was, I, I trained for two hundred twenty five two hundred fifty innings because we want to be playing not just through September but through October uh, and into the postseason.
0: Yeah, that's and it's <laughs> the biggest reason well, that you know, I'm this year would probably be November. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this year's a little different, but but at the time I was saying you know play through October and and you know uh, you know be the last team standing. So, so I prepare myself to throw, be ready to throw for a full season and postseason.
0: Absolutely, and that's the biggest reason that all of us here in Reds Country are so excited to finally get going this year because I feel like we've got a great team. There's a random question that I've always wondered: Is there a sign seating in the bullpen?
1: Uh, kind of. Uh, everybody kind of has their kind of has their spot, and you just you know where. Okay, like you know where Iggy likes to sit, so you just you, you leave that spot open for him, but for the most part, we're all kind of uh we're pretty calm for the first few innings, barring any sort of situation. we play the how the feel feel of the game goes, we pay attention and 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 that but and then uh once you kind of start feeling the flow of the game and the situation start arising uh I don't want to say restless, but everybody starts you know. Preparing their bodies, uh, preparing, getting their mind right, and for what they might have to go in there and do that that day.
0: I'm sure that it's probably something that every team does with their closer, but I'm just imagining Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. He's got to have that right seat, and Iggy's probably got to have that that one seat. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. No, to think.
1: no, it's not. It's not.
0: I'd say, especially last year,
1: nobody was really superstitious in particular about what they did. Everybody mm-hmm. had their had their uh, what they did to prepare and, um, but nobody was really like, that's my seat or, you know, I got to go eat this or, you know, whatever it was, (laughs) everybody was, was pretty calm and and relaxed for, for the most part.
0: I was going to, that was going to be my next question was if you had any superstitions like that, like if you wore like one sock higher than the other or something like that. No, unfortunately
1: I'm not that interesting. I, I don't, Really believe in superstition. Um, I guess the closest thing for me would be, I, I kind of just—I don't know if it's just habit—but I just get dressed left to right. But and then other than that, I—I I always think, for me personally, I, I think preparation takes care of the superstition. Um, right. You know, if I go out there and I—I and I do my homework, I go through my video, uh, go through my reports, and I go out there on the mound. It was like preparing for a test, right? You study for it, you go out there, and then you just got to go out there and execute from there. And, you know, there's no uh, way you tie your shoelaces is not going to, or what you ate for breakfast is not going to determine success or failure. Uh, You know, if you get beat, you get beat. But if you have success, then you're just doing your job.
0: Definitely. And and one thing, and and I appreciate you giving me your time like this, and I just want to end on this question. It's something that I asked Bronson, and I'm curious of your take as well. What is it like to get traded? Interesting. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, Okay. You don't
1: really – it's just – it's kind of like a surprise. Um, (laughs) I kind of saw it coming. Um, I was in AAA at the time. Uh, our game finished prior to the big league game and one of our uh, pitching coordinators or uh, like assistants to the GM kind of grabbed me and the two other guys I was getting traded with and told us, told us to hang tight. And at that point you kind of know what's going on. It was, you know, July 31st, the, the, the deadline was coming up. So I'm like, all right, well, there's 29 other teams. <laughs> like where, <laughs> where are we going? Where are we going? Um, and then once you hit like, once you hear it, you, it takes a minute for it to resonate until, uh, I, I talked with the Atlanta front office and then, uh, put me on the phone with the reds, and, um, found out I was going to Cincinnati, uh, going to be a red Nice. and then like, all right, this is kind of cool. And then I, I called my wife and was like, I'm going to, we're going to Cincinnati. <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty surreal. Um, a lot of things come at you quick. You know, you got to pack everything up and try and make sure you don't forget anything important. (laughs) Uh, All in the meantime, you know, you still got to go out there and perform. But uh, I was, I think I was pretty lucky. I didn't have, uh, I wouldn't call it a a horror story or, you know, anything like that. Mine was a a pretty seamless transition. Um, I get there and and I was, I was happy. Um, I, I think I was, when I heard I was going to to the reds, I I thought it was a a great opportunity to kind of, you know, start a new chapter in my career. And cause I got drafted by my hometown team and that was cool. You know, not uh, all the teammates I've had, not a lot of teammates have been able to do that. Um, And, and, you know, I got to do that early in my career and, and now I understand like, all right, now it's time for something new. And um, with that being said, I'm, I'm just like you. I'm, I'm anxious for this 2020 season. I'll hopefully get underway as soon as possible, I'll go out there, and, and um, you know do what I believe and I know my teammates believe that we're capable of, and I think that's, that's being the last team standing.
0: Well, you are definitely part of, for my money, the best uh, pitching staff in the National League, and I'm not biased at all. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for your hey, time. Me neither, man.
1: but I, I, I believe it too. Amen
0: to that. I, I appreciate your time so much, Lucas, and um, hopefully, uh, I don't know, if maybe down the road we'll get to talk to you again. I know with the season ramping up, I'm sure that's going to change a lot of things, but uh, thanks so much for giving me your time today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Anytime I get to talk some baseball, I'll, I'm all about it.
0: That'll do it for us here on this Wednesday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many providers out there. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Coming up tomorrow, we have the former host of the Locked On Reds podcast, James Rapine, will be joining me. He's a Indians beat reporter and all that good stuff. We'll, we'll talk all things Reds, maybe a little Indians, and just you know talk about some baseball. If you've got a random question or something like that, hit me up on Twitter, at Jeff Carr with three Fs. Uh, maybe we'll see if we can work that into the show as well. But thank you so much for listening to Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.